Clearshore presents Lean Launchpad for Deep Science and Technology by Steve Blank, June 23, 2021 at steveblank.com. We just finished the 11th annual Lean Launchpad class at Stanford. Our first version focused on deep science and technology. I've always thought of the class as a minimum viable product, testing new ideas and changing the class as we learn. This year was no exception as we made some major changes, all of which we are going to keep going forward. 1. A focus on scientists and engineers. We created an additional spring section of the class with a focus on commercializing inventions from Stanford scientists and engineers. The existing winter quarter of the class remains the same as we taught for the last 10 years, taking all students' projects, e-commerce, social media, web, and mobile apps. This newly created spring section focuses on scientists and engineers who want to learn how to commercialize deep science and technology, life sciences such as medical devices, diagnostics, digital health and therapeutics, semiconductors, healthcare, sensors, materials, artificial intelligence, deep learning, et al. This allows us to emphasize how to differentiate a technical spec from a value proposition and expand on the parts of the business model that are unique for science and engineering startups. For example, life sciences versus commercial applications have radically different reimbursement, regulatory, clinical trials, scientific advisory boards, demand creation, etc. In addition, we found we needed to add new material on intellectual property, how to license inventions from the university, and discussions about team dynamics. Going forward, we'll continue to offer the class in two sections, with the second class focused on science and technology. 2. Remote Discovery As the pandemic forced teaching remotely, we've learned that customer discovery is actually more efficient using video conferencing. It increased the number of interviews the students were able to do each week. When COVID restrictions are over, we plan to add remote customer discovery to the student's toolkit. It remains to be seen whether customers will remain as available on Zoom as they were during the pandemic. Remote discovery also allowed a bigger pool of potential interviews not bounded by geography. The quality of interviewees seemed to improve by this larger pool. 3. Class Size and Configuration For the past decade, our class size was 8 teams of 4. This year, we accepted 12 teams of 4. Previously, all teams needed to sit through all eight weekly presentations. That was tough in person and not sustainable via Zoom. This year, by moving into two breakout sessions, we cut the number of presentations that each team sat through by half. The new format allowed students and teaching staff to devote greater attention to each presentation. 4. Adopt a Team In past years, all instructors had office hours with all the teams. This year, each instructor adopted three teams and saw them weekly for a half hour. Students really appreciated building a closer working relationship with one faculty member. And five, alumni as guest speakers. Most weeks, we invited a past student to guest speak about their journey through the class, highlighting what I wish I knew and what to pay attention to. Let's discuss the lessons learned presentations from the Lean Launchpad for Deep Science and Technology, as well as additional learnings from the class. 
During the quarter, the team spoke to 1,237 potential customers, beneficiaries, regulators, all via Zoom. Most students spent 15 to 20 hours a week on the class, about double that of a normal class. Team Glowflow started on week one as a pathology slide digitization service, ended in week 10 as response prediction for cancer treatments. Team Lumia started on week one as a flexible e-textile circuit looking for a problem. They ended week 10 as easy-to-integrate components for automotive suppliers. Team Skywalk started on week 1 as a wearable gesture control device for real and virtual worlds. They ended in week 10 as a future-proof gesture control solution for AR headsets and the Department of Defense. Team Edge AI started on week one as a custom silicon chip with embedded memories and a machine learning accelerator targeting low-power, high-throughput, and low-latency applications. They ended in week 10 as a chip-enabling AI vision applications on next-generation battery-powered surveillance cameras. Team Mushroom X started on week one as drone pollination for crops, and they ended in week 10 as autonomous button mushroom harvesting. Team Arvex started on week one as a biomimetric sleeve as a left ventricle assist device. They ended in week 10 as a platform technology as a right heart failure device. Team Pause started on week one as a menopause digital health platform that connects women to providers and other women. They ended in week 10 as a D2C menopause symptom tracking device and on-demand telehealth platform that offers women a personalized and integrative approach to menopause care. Team Celsius started in week one as an IoT hardware sensor for environmental quality and human presence. They ended in week 10 as a hybrid work collaboration plus employee engagement. Team Take Care started in week 1 as a platform for finding and managing at-home senior care. And they ended in week 10 as a B2C platform for scheduling on-demand at-home senior care. Team Care Match started in week 1 as AI to match patients to post-acute care. And they finished up in week 10 as skilled nursing facility at home for wound care. Team NeuroDB started in week one as an unstructured data tableau-like tool, and they finished in week 10 as a cloud-based pandas data frame. Team Drova started in week one as a provider of autonomous drone delivery for restaurants and grocery stores. They ended up in week 10 as fleet management software for autonomous drone delivery. In past years, the students in the class were mostly men, reflecting the makeup of the applicants. While Anne Miura Co. was part of the original teaching team, having all-male instructors for the last five years didn't help. Mar Hershenson joined the teaching team in 2018 and made an all-out effort to recruit women to apply. In this new spring section of the class, Heidi Roizen and Jennifer Carolan joined us as instructors. Mar, Heidi, and Jennifer are all successful VCs. They sponsored lunch sessions, mixers, and meetings with women entrepreneurs and alumni for female students interested in the class and for male students looking to work with a more diverse team. I'm happy to report that as a result of many people's hard work, the gender balance in the class substantially changed. Our spring cohort, 
focused on deep science and tech, had 51 students. 25 were women. The lessons for me were, one, the class had been unintentionally signaling a boys-only environment. Two, these unconscious biases were easily dismissed by assuming that the class makeup simply reflected the applicant pipeline. And three, when in fact it required active outreach by women to change that perception and bring more women into the pipeline and teams. Our teaching assistants keep all the moving parts of the class running. This year, their job was even more challenging, running the class virtually, and they made it run like clockwork. Each year's TAs have continued to make the class better, although I must admit, it was interesting to watch the TAs remove any student uncertainty about what they need to do week to week by moving to a more prescriptive syllabus. Originally, I had designed a level of uncertainty in the class to mimic what a real-world startup feels like. However, the art of teaching this class is remembering that it wasn't designed by a focus group. I've always believed that great classes continue to thrive after the original teachers have moved on. While I created the Lean Launchpad methodology and pedagogy, how to teach the class, over the past decade, the Stanford class has had 10 additional instructors, 33 wonderful TAs, and 90 volunteer mentors. The mentors, industry experts who volunteer their time, have been supported and coordinated by Tom Bedeker and Tom Bosch. Each mentor's contribution gets graded by the student team they coached. So, thanks to all of them and the continued support of Tom Byers, Tina Selig, Kathy Eisenhart, Rita Katia, Bob Sutton, and Chuck Easley at Stanford Technology Ventures Program, the Entrepreneurship Center of the Stanford Engineering School. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.